For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Now, in this case, we have the co-host, Andrea Adams-Miller, speaking on behalf of Ken Rashawn, who's at a really cool event right now at NASA. So, uh, super excited to have a great show this evening. Uh, we have three of the most important people that you would ever want to listen to, and we're going to be talking about finding your frequency, and not only finding your frequency, but finding out what the future of talk radio is all about and how it'll really amplify your life to have the best success for your business. So we have three of the most important people at Voice America right now. So uh, Robert, uh, uh, um, is it Cialini? Am I pronouncing your name correctly? You are very close. It's Cholino. Cholino. Oh, that's so much prettier than what I said. Robert Cholino. (laughs) And um, you're the executive producer, and we have uh, Jeff with us, uh, Jeff Spinard, is that correct as well? And he, you're actually the owner of the company that owns Voice America, is that correct? Uh, yes, I am the CEO of uh, World Talk Radio, which is the owner of Voice America, but I am also one of the co-founders of Voice America. Well, how cool is that? I did, that's the one thing I did not know. And we also have Ryan Treasure, which is, you're the Vice President of uh, Broadcasting and Operations, is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. Now, oh, well, I'm excited to be talking to you, all three of you. One of the things that everybody's going to notice right away is, obviously, all three of these men are in radio. Did you not hear how nice their voices sound? I mean, talk about beautiful tone and clarity. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Just made for the airwaves. Thank you very much. Just made, just made for it. So one of the things that, you know, Ken would love for our audience to hear about is, you know, we've uh, had you guys on before talking about finding your frequency. So uh, just to give a little recap, uh, maybe Jeff, you could start with talking about what you guys have started uh, working with as far as the book and the whole promotion of finding your frequency. Andrea, the good news is that we didn't get to do a show yet. Uh, because there was a little, uh, uh, Ken had was doing an interview with, uh, what's his name, uh, the football uh, story, Rudy, Rudy, right? Right. Yeah, Rudy. Oh, yes. when yes. we did Rudy. Rudy. Yes, oh, I, we, I we were supposed to be on that, that show, so this is the first, <laughs> so that's the good part about it. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I started doing the radio show with him like November, December, and I thought you guys had already been on. So that is so cool. And how cool of you guys to be willing to be bumped on your own programming for Rudy Rudiker. I'm yep. sure he really, really appreciates that because that was a great. We had great listenership for that show. So I'm really excited about it. So, all right. So since this is the first time, <laughs> let's introduce to the world finding your frequency. <laughs> well, all right. Well, yes, finding your frequency. Uh, we 
have been doing Fridays. Uh, we just completed our 13-week uh, uh, session on the book itself, Finding Your Frequency. Uh, so we are very happy uh, to be out there, to be getting our information to the masses, to teach people how to deliver their message, how to broadcast themselves and their message to the world. And that's what Voice America is all about. Well, it's a, a, a perfect message. Um, you know, I, I'm a publicist and I travel all over the world and I've a strategic partner to Ken Rashawn of the Umbrella Syndicate, who's the main host of the show. And one of the things that we found um, in speaking to thousands of people a year um, is that they're really looking for a way to get their message out to the world and to be powerful doing that. And so I really am excited to hear more about the forecast of the future of radio, which I've been in radio myself for over 13 years uh, at a terrestrial station for college. And I know everything's been really moving in this direction. So can uh, maybe Robert, can you share a little bit about some of the trends that you guys see happening and how this will really amplify people's message if they're in business and want to have their own radio show? Oh, absolutely. So the trends, as you've started touching base on, are people wanting to get themselves out there on a platform that allows them to gain exposure. And then through that exposure, driving their traffic back to the places that they would like to see that traffic end up. So having a space that you can authentically be yourself and bring yourself to the world, gain an audience, and then bring that audience to whatever landing space you want to bring them to. That's a huge trend. Oh, well, and it's what I, one of the things that I like most about it is with all the technology turning digital, where everyone now has you know a, a, a laptop, a small device, uh, their cell phone, smartphone, is they can choose what they want to listen to and where, so the followers can listen to them pretty much wherever they are. So for example, I'm in India right now and I have people in India listening to the show who are also here with me in India and wanted to hear me live on the program. So, you know, it's absolutely fantastic because most of the people here in India, they're listening to everything that they do on their cell phones. That's how they live their entire lives. Absolutely. India, it's all Mm -hmm. cell phone. Yeah, absolutely. And huge trending towards the mobile devices. I mean, everybody is shifting. I mean, even the, you're talking like the 16 year olds to the 50, 60, 70 year olds now that are all shifting to their mobile devices and listening to on demand, right? So it's kind of like I demand on demand because I want everything when I want to listen to it and where we go with it so that I can listen when I can listen or when I want to listen. Absolutely. Well, and Ryan, maybe you'll address more for us um, from the operations and broadcasting standpoint on how that on demand and having shows, whether they're evergreen or whether they're, you know, timely or you know to the moment on how important that is to be able to listen to it when you want to oh well yeah that's the entire uh you know reasoning behind the whole shift to mobile um as we look at you know data and analytics for uh how people are accessing our content you know over the last three years we've seen uh you know we saw a shift that was trending towards mobile and then we hit a point where every uh, every bit of traffic was 50-50 mobile and 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 uh and desktop based and now we're leaning towards a 60 to 70 percentile mobile base with only maybe 30 percent of those users accessing by PC, which means that mobility is extremely important when accessing the content. So um, just like Robert said, people are, are, are wanting to get on and, and listen and consume content in their own time. 
So along with all of this stuff, I mean, obviously having the programming, the platform is one of the the main features. And you guys have uh, multiple different categories on Voice America for people to choose from for where their platform would fit for their message. So would one of you address that for me? Maybe Jeff? Sure. Uh, We, as we grew the business, uh, when we started this back in 1999, uh, we started with a, uh, a, just a single channel where we would develop programs, work with different different professionals around the country to develop and build their show. So we had a lot of variety. We had health, we had uh, nutrition, we had sports, we had entertainment, we had business. You know, it was just a plethora of content. Um, as the years progressed, obviously so did Voice America. So our channels started to grow. So uh, our first uh, extension was going from Voice America to adding a second channel, which was Voice America Business. Uh, then we went to Voice America Health. Uh, then we went to the Sports Channel, the Seventh Wave Channel, the Empowerment Channel, the Kids Channel. So it's grown over the years. So each channel is kind of broken down into almost a niche. Uh, it's very wide in the topics themselves, but each channel represents uh, whether it's business or health or uh, Seventh Wave, which is kind of the, how would you, Say spirit, uh, more yes, spiritual, spiritual yeah. spirituality, yeah, higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know each channel has its niche to it, uh, and because of that, you know we see some channels have higher listenership. We can watch the balance uh, as the shows grow, which shows are progressing. Uh, there's a lot we can do on the back end to make sure that our hosts are doing better with their shows. Well, and that's one of the pieces I know that Ken's most excited about with him uh, really living in the whole viral uh, social media world and really helping promote people through that um, adage and then bringing me on as a a strategic partner as a publicist. I'm always about promoting people and finding out what we can do to brag about what they what it is that they do so we can get them more viewers and more listeners. So um, I do notice that within your guys's format, you do provide a lot of uh, hints and tips that are very accessible for people to see you know, like how to do press releases for their show and how to use the social media and start engaging it, which is one feature that I see lacking in some of the other platforms that I've, you know, people I've met or or reviewed in the years prior to meeting all of you. So would you address why that you guys decided to do all that? Yeah, that that really breaks down to the Finding Your Frequency show. Um, I decided back almost a year ago now that obviously, you know, radio is my passion. It's my love. Uh, I get into this business to help people uh, to reach the masses and to help build their message in their show. So Finding Your Frequency was a book that I put together to help those people, anybody that has a passion or a message to get their voice heard in a way to get out there. So the book itself, uh, it breaks down uh, first off defining your message, then defining your audience, choosing your medium, is it radio or is it TV? What are your goals with the show? Planning your strategy, um, how to find guests and, you know, build your audience, building and keeping your audience, everything up to monetizing the show. And Ryan and I talk about that every week. And we did that so that we could teach people how to build and grow. Because not everybody, and I'll say this right out, not everybody can afford to work with Voice America. It costs money to to be a part of Voice America because of all the divisions and the backup support that you get. I feel bad that I can't help everybody that wants to help, so I put the book out so that could help them do it. 
Well, and, that, and I have I have a copy of the book right here in front of me. So oh, thank good. you for going through the Certainly. through the you know the different chapters and stuff that you've been talking about. Um, because having been in radio for thirteen years, that is one thing that I when I meet people that they're asking about those things. And because right. you're doing it at such a larger platform where you can really elevate for people who are thinking of going that direction, while some people might hear money and think, oh, I don't know that I can afford that. Um, honestly, I have to say from my own standpoint is I don't know how you can not afford it. Exactly. I mean, really, it's instrumental in, in business and operations, especially with the numbers that Ryan was just mentioning of how people listen to you and how they are going to engage with you on how that makes such a difference in and what it is that you're providing. Because it's not just about the message at the end of the day. Um, if you have services and, and products and, you know, items that people um, would want to invest in for themselves as a viewership, then that can increase and monetize like what you were saying and of course there's other opportunities to monetize once you get starting and once you have your frequency and have those members you know you you can stand pretty pretty um as far as monetizing your show would you guys talk about the monetization part ryan would you like robert would you like to step in here sure monetization there's so many different levels i know right (laughs) (laughs) monetization you know i mean you can if we start with the most esoteric and the 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 furthest out it would be sponsorship and advertising Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that's a road that takes a while to get to you know you start at a level platform and you start to build your audience and then when you get to a certain space you'll have strategic partners that will want to align themselves with your message and bring sponsorship and advertising and at that point you can be making a check from that sponsorship or advertising or at least covering the cost of your on one side so that your ROI is coming from other places. Uh, That's the furthest reach. If we start at the closer level, it's strategically aligning yourself with people that you would like to reach out to, bring into your social sphere. You'll be doing your uh, basic advertising and messaging through the connection that you make with that person. So you bring them on, you, uh, you do an interview, and then at that space, you've made this really deep connection through that space, and you have an alliance for life. And then at those points, you might actually start to do business with each other and bring that into your sphere as well. And that's the closest. And there's so many other things along the way, repurpose, repackage, rebrand what you've done in your show. I've had people that have written books from their show, made audio learning series from their show, using that as an offer for their speaking engagements, and then using it as a sort of like a CV for your speaking career and using that for people to vet you before you show up on stages and then you start to command an actual you know monetary value to your stage presence and then you go from that 1500 to 2500 to 3000 to 10000 dollars per keynote speaking so there's so many different avenues we could talk like the whole show on this <laughs> but I'll stop now <laughs> yeah, yeah that was well put robert yeah <laughs> yeah I, oh no i love it because that's the the part that i get really excited about is you know from a publicity point of view is sure. that you know when you when you have that because i don't know that people understand that you know i in fact i know they don't because when i talk to them about radio they just don't always seem to get like what the value is of it and right. I'm like you're, you're, you have no idea just in the connections with the people you interview whether it's um, whether you're interviewing you know people that are the business next door or you're having people that are well known internationally like um, we're having John Gray on sure. um, uh, here uh, coming up and John Gray you know um, the whole Venus and Mars yeah you know, John debate. did a show with us too yeah yeah, so you guys know him too. And so when you have people like that on, it so really, you know, elevates you different. And so, yeah, so see, you guys know what trends are yeah, good. You yeah. were two years ahead of uh, Ken and I. <laughs> so uh, that just makes me know that we're doing the right thing and Absolutely. that I'm pulling the right people on the programming. And 
um, it's funny because sometimes people think that they can't, um, like they don't have the maybe the listenership or the viewership for some people that they'd like to have on. And I'd like you to address that because I know that that's not necessarily true, um, although it certainly helps to have the numbers. Sure. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of reaching out. So um, uh, maybe, Robert, you would address that. Um, absolutely. So I love that question, too. Uh, in the beginning, when we, and whenever we work with a host, and one of the other pieces that is so different working with us than with other platforms, as you've described, um, one, we're a network, but also a platform, and we have an executive producer that coaches you, right? So instead of going it on your own and trying to figure out what your value is, the, one of the first lessons that I teach people is you are the brand and your show has tremendous value and that people that you're reaching out to to do an interview with aren't doing you any favors by showing up. They are absolutely seeking a space that they want to get their message out to people and they are clamoring over their desks to say yes to you when you reach out and, and call them and talk to them about doing an interview. So putting people in a mind space so they understand that their show has a tremendous value and once that's in place and they get that into their DNA and they really feel that radio talk show host and they're living it you know, through their actual soul and presence, they start reaching out to the biggest of the big and I always get them right in the game, you know, show one out, let's do a review and show two, let's go for the biggest we can possibly get. Well, that makes me even more excited because that's the adage I've had uh, since I've been started uh, taking over with Ken. Is I'm like, let let's let's play big. Why why are we you know let's let's go for it because. Uh, uh, there's uh, no reason not to because, um, you know, obviously uh, I've been impressed with Voice America um, having, you know, known about radio for a long time. And I like every year I go to the National Association of Broadcasters Conference. And so I'm, you know, checking out all the other platforms and meeting different people and hearing about them. And so since being introduced to you guys this year, you know, honestly, I can say that um, I've been impressed with how you guys have set things up. I mean, it's it's easy for the a business owner or for the entrepreneur or just the person who wants to do it as a hobby um, and then maybe monetize it later uh, to be able to get on and to feel welcome and guided. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. So, so uh, tell me um, when, when you have, um, as far as like the technology of how people use radio, like today we had some choices on how I came onto the program from India. Would you guys address that? Because I think sometimes people don't realize that there's different ways than just using the traditional telephone to get on the air. Oh yeah, absolutely. We've um, we spent quite a bit of time and energy over, uh, you know, several years, kind of morphing uh, from what was standardly traditional, uh, you know, connections by uh, the telephone uh, back in you know 2004 and five, uh, using ISDN lines as traditional terrestrial stations do as well to funnel you know audio content from one studio to another um, or on location uh, using uh, POTS lines to dial in. So we have a, a an extreme grasp on all. All the telco technologies that are being leveraged for uh, delivering radio. Currently, uh, we we have majority of our shows that are connecting by Skype, uh, just to the fact that it has an extremely uh, easy to use user interface, and a lot of people are already using it for uh, personal phone calls and messages with their family and so forth. So that tra- uh, that tends to be for now uh, the main focus. Uh, but we have some of our other uh, higher scaled shows um, that are extremely concerned with uh, sound quality, and then also have some sponsors and advertisers that have been assisting them in uh, uh, building a, a better sound. So we have some um, audio over IP connections with a few studios out of New York for shows that we do on the business channel. Um, 
with a very large client of ours. And then uh, there's also some really cool apps that people use to connect. Um, one of it's called the Tyline Bridget app. Um, it's a it's an app for your phone that allows you to connect with a box in the studio. Um, so we're actually deploying all of those methodologies for connecting uh, for all of the content around the world. Well, see, and that's what's great. So those of you who are listening and thinking, oh, I can't do this because I don't have a dedicated landline or I, I don't have this or I don't have, you know, if, if you have accessibility to the Internet somewhere, I mean, I've called into the radio show from the airport, from a restaurant, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I would say from the bathroom, but I haven't done that yet. Um, but I'm sure that'll probably happen in the future. You never know <laughs> where, where you're going to have to be connected. And that might be the only place you can have quiet. And I didn't mean because I was actually using the bathroom. It was because I needed to not hear outside people talking. And um, and it works. Um, so you really can, you know, create your program anywhere. So can we also talk about like pre-recording for people who maybe are more self-conscious about being alive or feeling like they need to have, you know, better, like I'm cool with being alive. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. And you guys obviously all are. And Ken's great with being alive. But pre-recording is important to a lot of people. Yeah. It is. Yep. God. Right. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of hosts, especially, you know, new hosts that are coming on board that are new to radio, you know, and they and they do get a little um, a little shy from the whole live experience. And so as part of the training, when, when we bring hosts on board, you know, they're allowed to have that option of, of uh, pre-recording the content so that way they don't um, have to do it live if they're nervous about it. And we're always um, extremely uh, helpful with those clients to kind of guide them to what's comfortable for them to get started so they can get their toe in the water. And let me just uh, throw yeah. this in there. You know, it's not always a nervous factor. It's a busy factor. That's you know, right. We yeah. work with a lot of top you know, CEOs oh, in their you. fields, uh, especially I've got a yeah. celebrity uh, <laughs> guest coming up, or I should say a host coming up, that's going to be starting here in the future. But his schedule is so, you know, uh, tied up that we have to set pre-record times to do the show, it's going to be a two-hour show, uh, but we have to set the pre-record times. And when he can, he will do the show live when it's right. available. So I just want to throw that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to I was going to go into too. that too because oh, that was one of the things that you, um, but, you know, as part of the cool tools that Voice America has for our customers too. Um, the hosts that do the radio shows, you know, they can you know, they, they can go self-book these recording times with an open calendar with us that gives them access to their audio engineer for recording. Um, but yeah, it allows them to be on the phone with uh, another busy professional or Hollywood star like you were mentioning and uh, and just kind of book that right there on the spot and you know all the confirmation stuff is in place too oh absolutely and yeah part of what Ryan was just touching base on is that the biggest of the big when you go out and reach out for them they might not be available at your hour and your time yeah. slot so you are going to do a pre-record because you're not going to say oh no I need you on Wednesday at 2 they're gonna say sorry so you'll 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 work your schedule around that pre-records are great for that and as much <laughs> as we you, you are so right and as much as we don't want our hosts to ever not be live sometimes they want a vacation so they'll probably do <laughs> yeah. a few right, pre-records right, right. to give themselves a little time, time off right. yeah, if you listen to terrestrial radio still today that's um, one of the most widely used program uh, components is repurposing content from morning shows past, you know, to allow those jocks to take some time off and things like that. So it's it's not uncommon to have, you know, recorded content in a live linear schedule. Got to have the well, highest that, time. Uh, <laughs> 
Sure. Yeah, and I'm uh, and I'm very thankful for pre-record. Um, it doesn't seem that Ken and I get on vacation very often, but we do travel extensively. And uh, uh, like for me, I think I've been in twelve countries in the last fourteen weeks. So um, having the ability to pre-record is very, very, very helpful. Um, you know, with that, we're getting kind of getting close to our break time already. And I wanted to um, uh, let people know that when we come back. Um, you know, I want to talk about like FCC, but you know how that's set up for Voice America compared to what people might be of used to or have heard regarding terrestrial radio or what their myths are about what you can say or not say and how your programming can go, as well as talking about um, different opportunities for uh, people to use their radio shows like what you were mentioning and repurposing them. We, we highlighted those things, but I'd like to go into a little bit more detail about, you know, creating products and books from that and how people can monetize because certainly that's one thing you guys have done as well, which would really help people with their programming. So it's a great example. So um, is there anything else any of you would like to add while we got another minute or before the break? I don't think I could touch any one of those without having more time. So. <laughs> Well, then that's great. Then we'll just get ready to go uh, go to break now. And again, you're listening to, uh, this is Amplified with Ken Rashawn, and I'm Andrea Adams-Miller, his co-host. And we've got three amazing gentlemen from Voice America, which is one of the best radio platforms that I have seen. So we'll be back after these few messages, and we'll learn more about how you can find your frequency. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Do you realize that the root of your challenges lie within you? It's time to find out more about coaching and how it can help both you and your business. Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves will help you gain a deeper level of self-awareness to find the answers inside yourself. Our guests are business professionals just like you who agree to a coaching session on our radio program. Tune into Coaching for Real live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. 
Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. And that's right. You're joining us here at Amplified with Ken Rashawn. Obviously, I am not Ken Rashawn. Ken is uh, uh, speaking today at a conference called You Mission Critical, and he's actually at NASA and was on stage just a little while ago in front of a really large audience. Uh, the event is hosted by T. Allen Haynes, which has um, been a strategic partner of Ken Rashawn's for the uh, last couple of years, and they've done some great book products together, and, and I believe... Uh, Allen's been on the radio show and if he hasn't we'll probably have him on again or or have him on for the first time soon and you're listening to me Andrea Adams Miller the co-host and we have three amazing gentlemen from Voice America Robert Ryan and Jeff and um, they are the uh, owner and co-founder the um, VP of broadcast operations and the executive producer so uh, gentlemen before the break we were talking about um, ways that you can uh, I said I wanted to break down more specifically how you can monitor your show by using your program to repurpose and uh, republish. So let's um, have one of you, uh, maybe Jeff, you can start by starting it off and then we'll go to Robert and then Ryan. Sure. Um, A way for you to monetize or repurpose your show is to, uh, number one, there's different ways. Again, if you have a, a guest on the show that's looking for exposure and that, you know, wants to get their message out there, has a decent name. Uh, but I have hosts that have actually charged their guests to be on the show, whether it's a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars. It all depends on the the uh, the size of the audience that you may have. Um, that's one way to help monetize the show. Um, again, there's you know book sales. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to monetize. So I don't want to take it all up. I'll kind of pass it along. Okay. I'll take it from here. Go ahead, take it. <laughs> I, could, I didn't want to take this from Wait, can I have this whole entire section? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I could use a week on this, but we'll, we'll keep it short. Okay, so one of the things that I like to say is once you've got a 13-week series underneath your belt, 
you can have that transcribed. We have a transcription service here. Now, taking that transcription service and putting it into human reading ability is another endeavor, but you can make some really great books out of your first pilot series and then through the whole other piece. I have hosts that have done that, and they've published books and have gone out on book tours and done things with that, which is really cool, you know, like the first 13 weeks in radio or in the pilot series. Another piece that I really like to do is once you have a good 26 weeks to a year underneath your belt, I like you to go through and listen to all of your material and pick out some pieces that can be put together in learning series. And let's say you're a speaker and you get out and speak and there's always an ask or there's always a give at the end of that speech or there's always an offer and people want to take your material with you. So I say, you know, this day and age you don't put things on CDs and a long time ago you used to put them on cassettes but now it's, you know, thumb drives and, you know, MP3s and devices. So I like to have people that get out and speak or do a lot of, you know, public appearances take those audio series and they do a little before, middle, and after um, introduction. So in this series we're going to learn such and such. And then you have this and then at the end you take your takeaways. You say, so what we learned in this and that by this piece and then you give all the lessons. You build lessons around these. Of course they go on Amazon or iTunes or whatever for sale. And you thumb drive them, you take them with you. Put your material on those thumb drives. Of course you put your name and telephone number on those thumb drives because once the people download them through their devices, they ditch the thumb drive, at least the material, put their favorite stuff on it, right? Yeah. So yeah. free thumb drive, right? So when they go to plug it in, <laughs> kind of brand they, the branding's still on them, right? So they're like, oh, that's right. You know, I've got so-and-so phone number. You know, I really have to call them, right? So, Absolutely. So, and they pay $29.99, for these series pieces. Yeah. Go ahead. Then. And also, Andrea, well, you know, for your on-location, you're out and about, uh, there's on-location uh, on sponsors that will help support your show as well. So if you're doing the show from a different location, you say you've been to 14 different countries over the last 12 weeks, uh, meaning you've done your show all over the place. You could have had people or places that you do the show from that will pay you to support your show for that episode. Absolutely. Well, that'll be music to Ken's ears. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the right. we, we've talked about doing that, but we haven't talked about doing it in different countries, which is definitely going to be on our plate this next, uh, uh, this 2017 and 2018 as go. we travel even more. We're heading to Bangkok soon and Singapore and I forget where else, back to Dubai. And and um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the, um, the idea of uh, creating your book. So I love that you guys are providing transcription as a service. And then uh, one of the things that uh, the Umbrella Syndicate uh, does and, and then um, what I assists with as a strategic partner is like Ken and I both own a publishing company. So the Umbrella Syndicates is perfect publishing and they take that information and then are able to translate it from regular talk into a book format. So it's a, an easier flow for reading rather than conversational style. Although sometimes people like conversational style too. So it really depends on what you're looking for and what you want in an end I product. I book in conversational style. Yeah. And, and I, I don't have any problem reading that. I enjoy it sometimes. And finding your frequency is how to broadcast yourself and your message is, is an easy read. So yes. it's 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 fine. But you talk well too, so <laughs> that might be part of it. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. See, the, the book You're was welcome. the book was just the the light, the topical application. The show was to yeah. get in depth. So I'm combining right. the two, and then I'll really do a push on the book. Yeah, I love it. And then uh, when you were talking about the online platform for creating, um, well. You talked about giving them thumb drives and stuff when you give away. Um, I love that, too, because then you can create online platforms or create your own university or your own school or your own series of coaching in different areas, no matter what it is, whether you're in health, wellness, parenting, um, you know, social media, uh, publicity, radio, whatever it is. 
um, there's somebody out there that wants to learn about it. And part of that is just finding out who your audience is and what it is that they don't know that they'd like to know more about. And I love how you're mentioning how people will invest in it because um, taking those audio courses and then doing a transcription and a coaching and, you know, adding like um, action guides and workbooks with them, you know, you can often bump those prices up depending on how much information you're giving up over a thousand. You know, I've, I've had some clients do it two or three thousand. Um, and then how you guys talked about sponsorship. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about like um, public service announcements and stuff like that. How does that work for uh, you guys on your programming and how do the, how does, how do some people maybe incur, um, incorporate that within their platforms? Um, yeah, you know, we actually work uh, really close with uh, March of Dimes, with the March for Babies uh, uh, program. We have been for the last 10 years. Um, we have an, a, a really nice relationship with that group, and plus that particular uh, campaign is uh, something that all of us at Voice America are extremely uh, proud of, and, and it's very important to us. And so when we do bring on public service announcements, it's important that the company and its vision also align with the service announcement. Um, so right now, exclusively, we're running uh, March for Babies advertising in top of our uh, uh, locations right now. We are open for other uh, public service announcement components, but for the most part, we like to vet those prior to them being on the air to make sure that um, you know the the charity or the five hundred one c three nonprofit or what have you um, is 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 doing what they say they're going to do before we you know put our brand behind that. Mm-hmm. And then for individual shows, if they want to incorporate them, they just have to know how to do a PSA announcement. Is that correct? Yeah, or a lot of programming. Yeah, or a lot of times those um, nonprofits will already have some promotional materials in the form of audio and print or banner ads, you know, for their campaign that they're doing. So uh, most of the time, if if it's something that the host aligns with and really wants to be a part of, they can just reach out to that organization and ask them for uh, their already existing audio promotional material. But yeah. They can also do live mentions about those, you know, nonprofits or organizations that they align with as well. Absolutely. Well, and and that leads me to this question. So um, I said, as I said, I, I'm I've been on terrestrial, and so like there's a bunch of rules that of uh, things I can and cannot do that follow, you know, the FCC <laughs> and before the safe hour and after safe hour, and you know, you know, shout outs and stuff like that. So would you address those kinds of things that people maybe expect with Voice America that maybe are not um, uh, falling under those guidelines or rules? Well, currently, the FCC does not regulate Internet radio. So uh, for our purposes, for Internet talk radio, there is zero regulation as it relates to the FCC. However, there is a uh, personal and professional responsibility that all of us have as broadcasters to be professional, you know, with uh, the content that we create and not be obscene and, you know, always keeping uh, the informational and educational components always front and foremost. Uh, You know, there is always a time for a little laughter and fun and, you know, leveraging some some bright, unique language from time to time, depending on the topic (laughs) matter. But, um, you know, for the most part, you know, we're, we, we don't have any rules. We allow the hosts to kind of do what they want. But again, most of the hosts are representing their business, their brand, a book or what have you. So um, there's not generally any, uh, you know, issue with, you know, any language or issues that might be, uh, uh, you know, out of the ordinary. Other than we have a couple of uh, radio shows that, you know, talk about sex and sexuality and some of those kind of things. Right. Uh, and again, they're not being vulgar, but they're, you know, uh, uh, they're using the words that are needed to kind of describe, you know, their topic matter on a given day. Right, so but at that point, 
point, it's up to Voice America to actually determine whether or not we yeah. want to work with a show like that. <laughs> Correct. Again, FCC has no regulations, internet radio. The only thing we have to pay attention to is the music, but that's something completely different. Yep. And uh, Ryan can go into that, but... Yeah, we don't have to worry about these issues. At that point, it is up to us to determine whether or not we want that on the Voice America Network. Yeah, and that's a, a you know one big shout out to NAB, especially um, you know Jeff and I have been to like ten <laughs> NABs in a row here, and uh, did a nice broadcast with Robert and and uh, the NAB group uh, and Jeff Laurie and I Schwartz. last year with Lori Schwartz, and I plan to be out there again this year. But they're they're an extreme advocate for um, you know broadcasters like us, and they have uh, lobbyists and groups that are you know in Washington trying to make sure that the government does not get any additional control over, you know, internet type uh, distribution. Well, and that's why I wanted you guys to repeat that. Um, even though I knew the answer, I'm like, let's have you say that out loud because I, I love that because it, it does, um, you know, put people, you know, they're, they're afraid of, of the stipulations and rules and violations that can come out. And it's actually quite funny. There's some words that you can't say um, that I'm not allowed to say that if I were to say it in general public walking down the street, it would be common language word, not a big deal. Right. Uh, so it's just kind of funny. Um, and then I uh, did want Ryan to... To address that, what we were just talking about. Now my brain can't remember what that was, but um, <laughs> oh, I can we refresh said, Ryan, gonna, Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you were going to ask about um, how copyright and music licensing kind of works thank in you. this scenario. Um, you know, there's been some changes in in relation to that over the past couple of years, and so um, you know. We at Voice America, this is one of the reasons why you work with a company like Voice America, right? We've um, navigated the waters and all of these, you know, uh, uh, intricate pieces for all of our hosts to keep them safe, um, you know. But for the most part, right, there's two different types of licensing. You have public performance rights licensing, and then you have uh, the other licensing called mechanical licensing. Um, in, a ra- in a regular radio stream, you can play music uh, as long as you have a public performance right for that. Um, the problem being is when you decide you want to podcast that or, or, or make a file out of it that gets uh, replicated, uh, that then falls under a mechanical license, uh, which is something completely different and also has to be licensed directly through um, usually the, you know, the owner of the record or the record label that owns the rights for the mechanical piece. And they can be you know, uh, difficult to get. So that's why we offer all of our hosts um, a gigantic library uh, from Omni Music that we've worked with for several years of really good music uh, that the hosts have full access to that they can you know pull uh, their audio from for you know intros outros and bumpers and liners and all those kind of things uh, but for the most part yeah we try to stay away from you know the mainstream regular music because the licensing agencies haven't really caught up to um, how popular podcasting has become over the last couple of years uh, and then also with CSAC purchasing the Harry Fox agency in 2015 um, it's been a little bit difficult so we're um, always reaching out to them I know Robert and I have a project with Harry Fox now that we're uh, trying to find out when they're going to actually create a license specifically for podcasters uh, so we can all uh, be a little bit more artistic with our our creative on, on online yeah, I would love to uh, love to be on a panel for that because um, <laughs> it's just really interesting. I've had the opportunity to speak at um, the College Broadcasters Incorporated a couple years in a row, and you know, being with the young people that are up and trending, these you know millennials who understand the future and trends of radio and what they want to listen to and how they want to do music, and all, a lot of them are you know running college stations that are either podcasting, webcasting, or have terrestrial radio, and they want to be able to put. You 
you know, different music on. And so finding different ways to overcome all these loopholes is always, you know, in the chit chat in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's something yeah, that comes up here, you know, on a every other week basis with new new hosts and, you know, something we try to stay on top of as best as we can. Yeah. So, um, so before we have a few minutes before we have to go to round robin, we don't have to, but I mean, it's the fun part of the show. I get to ask you really crazy, ridiculous questions and then you're forced to answer them. So with no explanation. So, um, yeah, I'm forced to. Ken said I must do this. Um, it's one of his favorite parts of the program because we get to learn a little bit about all of you that we don't get to hear about, about in your professional life, so to speak. And, um, I wanted to spend that last few moments. Um, we'll start with you, Jeff, of, you know, anything that, that um, that's important to you to get out across to people, um, you know, as co-founder and as the owner of that owns a voice America, what's most important to you with this programming? The, the most important thing to me when it comes to programming on the network is that we're working with people that have passion behind what they do. Uh, if we can't uh, have all of our, uh, the input that we, that we give to all of our hosts if they're not receptive, that they're not passionate enough about what they do, it's hard for us to create the best program we can. Uh, at this point, uh, we run at about 70% of the clients that start with a new show with us do go well beyond their 13-week pilot series. So to me, uh, it's it's kind of a, the vision come true. It's always been about the content, supporting the content, and getting that out there in a fashion that uh, there's no limitation to how far it can go. That is super amazing. Again, I love radio, so this is, makes <laughs> me tickled to death. Um, uh, Ryan, what would you like to add from your, since you, uh, you, you're great with those analytics, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I do like the numbers. <laughs> um, you know what, I just, I'm going to keep my answer extremely simple, um, and this kind of sums up a, a lot about internet broadcasting, talk radio, all of that. Um, audio is the most portable form of digital media in the world and the most easily accessible. It takes the least amount of footprint to deliver and consume. And that's the reason why internet radio and podcasting will always be one of the better communication mechanisms because you can consume that content while you're doing anything. Yeah, love it. And Robert, how about you? I think that, um, I love what Ryan said because it's so true. I mean, uh-huh. it is the only growth market that has been a continual growth market in this industry above and beyond all other markets. I mean, even video, even everything, radio continues to be the top performer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I love too is um, you guys now also, also are, um, you can webcast your show so you can, you know, record yourself talking on radio and put that up as well. I, I noticed that. Um, We're on Facebook live right, right now. now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> oh, you guys are. Oh, yeah. I would have signed on. Oh, okay. well, we, and um, we want to thank Mevo. Yeah, yeah. thank Mevo for that. Shout Absolutely. For the cameras. Well, uh, we have a Mevo now at uh, Amplified, so we just awesome. have to figure out how to use it and then how to figure out how to get me there because I'm not where Ken lives and often we he's can, not where he lives the, either. We can, all have a, we can all have a three-way Skype conversation and Robert and I will give you all of the Jeez. tricks we've learned over the last couple of weeks. Yep. 
You bet. We would absolutely love that. Um, so, uh, uh, and then I want to just uh, um, add in there too. So for those of you that are listening to this program that, you know, are thinking, you know, hey, how do I get involved? How do I get my own radio show? Maybe how do I start learning about radio so that I can be prepared to have a show because that's something that you want to have in the future? Um, then I encourage you to go to www.voiceamerica.com and uh, look through their website and look at the information and contact them and create an open dialogue because all three of these guys plus the other people that work there at the company um, are really there to help you and they're not to they're not pushy they're not going to like try to force you to buy anything that's not that's not the feel of voice america and that's why i like them they really honestly only want people who really care about what it is that they're sharing with the world and want to get out there uh so please and if you have questions about it and you don't feel like talking to them first feel free to get a hold of us at the umbrella syndicate um ken rashawn and andrea adams miller we'll be happy to talk you through anything or answer any questions because we love being a strategic partner uh, with um, with Voice America and uh, with all three of these gentlemen. So now we have round robin. So we have five minutes. So uh, we'll do this order each time. So Robert, Jeff, Ryan. Um, Robert, Jeff, Ryan, what, what did you want to be when you were a little kid? An astronaut. Oh. Jeff? Oh, uh, WWE wrestler. Oh, really? Okay. And Ryan? <laughs> a race car driver. <laughs> oh, a race car driver. Okay. So this is a follow-up question. Uh, what would your name have been uh, doing that job? So as an astronaut, what would your nickname been? Sparky. <laughs> and Jeff? <laughs> the Punisher. <laughs> the Punisher. Awesome. And Ryan? Racer Ryan. <laughs> Racer Ryan. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So uh, what was your first radio handle? Silver Fox. Mm. Jeff? Uh, 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 what was it? Spin dog. <laughs> I'm and going, Ryan? I'm going way back. My dad was a truck driver. I was rubber ducky. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I nice love Ryan. it. Rubber ducky, you're the one. And, <clears throat> all right, so Ken loves to know about uh, books, and, and we both are huge into books. Uh, that's probably why we both own a publishing company. So, uh, Robert, what's your favorite book? Boy, that's a good question. Sorry, I didn't get that right out of the gate, but I really think it was Neuromancer. Neuromancer. Hmm. And um, how about for you, Jeff? That's a tough one. Uh, if we're just talking about books for enjoyment, I like Dean Koontz. He's got some good books. Uh, I, I like a number of his. I can't think of the names offhand, but I'm going to just go with Dean Koontz. That's perfect. And Ryan? Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. Thank you. Yeah. I've I've never read those or watched any of the movies yet. I'll have to get a whole weekend and do the whole series. (laughs) Shout out to my wife for bringing me onto that. And William Gibson (laughs) was the author of uh, Neuromancer. He coined the phrase, he coined the phrase cyberspace. In that book. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. How interesting. How interesting. Oh, just just because you mentioned that, I'm going to mention, I have a client named Brent Phillips, and he's been on our radio show for uh, um, Amplified, and he is one of the people that invented the internet at MIT. So oh, just awesome. a little, little, little throw out a That's little awesome. interesting knowledge and information. Um, and then, okay, so Robert, um, what is your favorite kind of candy? I'm not a candy guy, but I'll go with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Um, All right. I'm a caramel guy. Somebody else because you don't eat them yourself? Okay. And um, and Jeff? I like caramello. 
Oh, me too. And Ryan? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Give me a Snickers. <laughs> nice. Really? I don't. I do not like Snickers at all. I never eat them. Although they, I, I'd like to have them around. I like all chocolate. I too. Well, they're big on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So satisfying. Totally Halloween. Yes. Uh, always, always satisfying. Oh, okay. And then, because um, I think we're getting uh, rounding here on the end, uh, Robert, uh, if you had to come up with a personal motto uh, for radio, what would it be? I know, I'm asking hard. That, no, no, that's a good question, but my personal motto is um, just jump in with both feet. I mean, always. I mean, just don't hesitate. Awesome. And Jeff? Just be who you are. Awesome. And Ryan? Just keep talking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you're right, because the last Clever thing we want is that dead air. <laughs> Unless uh, you're like my friend who has a radio program called Dead Air Paranormal Talk Show, then dead air might be okay once in a blue moon. Um, yeah, you have to listen not. to the, the, the electrostatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to hear White noise. Yes. And we just say it's a poltergeist the and then all works out. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. We're just playing those EPVs and all that stuff. Um, so I want to thank you guys so guy. much for being here on the program. And I want to remind people that we're talking about voiceamerica.com as a radio platform, which can align you as the listener, as an entrepreneur, uh, healthcare advocate, uh, you know, parent or whoever you are, a hobbyist who has a passion about something that you would like to be able to give your message out to the world and promote it well. Uh, we definitely would like you to find your frequency. So, um, and we're talking about the book too, Finding Your Frequency, How to Broadcast Yourself and Your Message by Jeffrey Spinard, who um, uh, owns the company that owns Voice America, and he's co-founder of Voice America. And um, you've been talking with us. I'm Andrea Adams-Miller, co-host from the Red Carpet Connection PR agency. And this is Ken Rashawn's show. It's Amplified with Ken Rashawn. If you would love to be a part of our programming in the future, please reach out to us through the Umbrella Syndicate on Facebook. And we encourage you to uh, write your reviews of the program on Facebook and to follow up with us, letting know any questions that you might have for these three gentlemen for Voice America in the future and finding out how we can all collaborate and and, uh, amplify everyone's message in the world. Thank you again, all three of you. And again, that was Voice America com and on Ken Rashawn uh, Amplified with Ken Rashawn here radio talk show. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Thanks Andrea. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now go get your message heard. Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 